Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Welcome to Daddy vs. Doctor. Here are your hosts, pediatrician Dr. Scott Cohen and comedian Sebastian Maniscalco. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Daddy vs. Doctor. Big, big events here today on the show. We had a caller get into an encounter with the police bad boys, on bad the boys. show. What else? What you gonna do? We have a cake-making grandma, and we have a family who has a surrogate and a newborn who wants to talk about bonding. And we have a caller checking back in with us, giving us an update on what's going on in their house today. Daddy, Daddy versus doctor. Your hair looks great. Looks great. Yeah, it looks great. Thanks. Don't mind my dog in the background. Oh. <laughs> Dog's awesome. So what's going on? What brings you to Daddy vs. Doctor today? What's the question? Um, So my husband and I are going to be having a baby via surrogate next year. And oh, Congratulations. Thank you. Um, So we were wondering what your guys' best advice would be for, like, a sleep schedule or just like for keeping the relationship going for the two of you or with the baby well for us probably more importantly once the kid gets here <laughs> so what do you tell expecting parents in regards to the relationship between the, you know the parents or do you even give advice on that it's interesting yeah i don't get asked a lot about that but, you know, because a lot's going to change and I don't know that you can plan for every type of moment because there's so many right. unknowns. It's like what we talked about with having a new child. Um, it's, it's trying to control a situation we don't know how to control. Well, I could give some advice on this. Um, for myself and my wife, eh, looking back, I wish we would have kind of planned out how we are going to discipline the child. We didn't really discuss that. Yeah. And then when it came to disciplining, I had a completely different set of rules than she did. So I guess my advice for being a parent only five and a half years is to discuss uh, a lot of scenarios prior to the kid coming, how you want to educate them, how you want to discipline them, Eating has been another thing. Like, you know, do we give the kids snack? How are we going to feed this child? Are we going to order out? Am I going to cook? Are you going to cook? Mm -hmm. A lot of people don't even realize what's on the horizon yeah. until it comes. Now, obviously, you can't plan for every scenario, but just having these discussions, what are we going to bring up the kid Catholic or Jewish? You know, that's, that's that's another, you know, like, 
ironing out these things ahead of time saves you a lot of heartache in the future just because it's not a surprise when the topic comes up because you might have discussed it prior to having the child. Um, and be open to, to things changing, right? It's, things are going to you know, change over time. And parents can parent differently. You know, moms and dads can be different. And there's not always one right way. So being open to the suggestions of the other one. Uh, a lot of things that happen with the baby early on, you know, feeding tends to be about every two to four hours around the clock. So there isn't a lot of sleep. And you want to sleep when the baby sleeps and obviously helping each other out. I think the best thing we did, um, maybe not initially because there's really no time and all you want to do in your free time is sleep. But don't forget to date each other still, you know, yeah. plan dinners together, spend some quality time together um, when you're able to because it keeps your relationship strong, gives you the ability to talk about things so that you're on the same page and you don't feel like passing ships all the time. I think it's very easy just to go through the daily grind and miss each other. Yeah, I think he's right on that. Uh, myself and my wife have implemented a date night, uh, whether it be once a month or twice a month, whatever, just to have it on the calendar, knowing that we're going to go out. We'll make the arrangements to have uh, the child uh, babysat or what have you, and we'll go out and enjoy a nice evening uh, and reconnect as a couple so we can then connect with the with the kid uh, moving forward. So, yeah, I mean, I just think a lot of discussion, a lot of transparency prior to the kid arriving would definitely do you some good. Okay. Yeah, that's good. Sebastian, we saw you a couple of weeks in Vegas a couple of weeks ago. And my, oh, yeah? my husband and I are literally you and your wife. So that is just, that was hilarious. So thank you guys for the advice. It means a lot. Oh, no problem. You're welcome. Good luck and congratulations. Oh, That's yeah. wonderful. Thank you. Yeah, we're excited. Right. But thanks again. Best Bye. of luck. Take care. Bye. Yeah, you know, sometimes you don't. Bye-bye. Yeah, you don't know what's ahead until it comes. And uh, I think to have these discussions are very important. It is. You know, and a lot of people have birth plans. You hear about these, you know, their expectations. And it's nice to have sort of a plan that you're hoping for, but just understanding that if it doesn't go exactly the way it's planned, that's okay too. And being able to move in different directions. Yeah, that's yeah. that's very, very important. Be able to pivot, which has been a huge <laughs> word over the last two and a half years right. during the pandemic. And I'm kind of sick of hearing it. How many people pivoted? To another career waiting on a tax return hopefully it ends up in your hands fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30 percent in 2023 if you're in a bind this tax season lifelock can help our u.s-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues and all lifelock plans are backed by the million dollar protection package so we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Hello. Hey. What's going on, man? Not much. How are you guys doing? Good. Welcome to Daddy versus Doctor. It's good to be here. My wife, it might kill me if, ah, here she is. Hi. She said that if I'm on the show without her... And I explain everything, she's going to kill me because I'll ruin it. No, no. You know what we like is we like to have the couples on because we get two sides of the story, and it makes for a good call. Once you once you get just one person's point of view, 
it kind of just not to say it's boring but it's nice to have the couple on it stirs up a lot of emotion the the right story and the wrong story and we know who has the right story and who has the wrong story <laughs> yeah i knew that was coming hey. yeah we're both Italian. There's no stir in the pot here. We never argue about anything. Oh, <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. So what's uh, what brings you on the show? We have a six-month-old daughter, and we are first-time parents, but we're having trouble sleep. We cannot get her to sleep through the night, and we have no idea if she's hungry. Is she just irritable? Is she sick? How are we to know? So what happens right now is we put her to bed around – Seven o'clock is when she goes down, <clears throat> wakes up at like two o'clock in the morning, cries. Um, you know, we're not again, we're not sure if, if she's hungry or not. So we've gotten into the habit. Well, Delaine and my wife has gotten into the habit of feeding her because we assume that she's hungry. But now we're thinking that she's eating during the night now because she also dream feeds her at 10 p.m. Right. It's a lot so of finger feeds, pointing here. <laughs> A lot of a lot of finger pointing. Yeah, it was like that. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna lock these up over here. <laughs> no more finger pointing. So at six months, yeah, right. If the child is crying, and if I can remember back, and yeah. I'm, uh, I might be wrong here, at six months, is the isn't the kid supposed to be sleeping? Whatever, seven to seven, uh, without any without any feeding, or my close ten, ten hours. So starting ten, at four months, and I defer to your pediatrician to give the okay on this because obviously want to make sure the baby's gaining weight appropriately, feeding normally during the day. But if those are fine, typically starting at four months, any baby can sleep ten hours through the night without any feeding and without being picked up. And the reason for this is that four months, after four months, we know that any feedings in that 10-hour block are purely comfort, not hunger. Mm -hmm. And when you eliminate those feedings, even big bottles at that time, she won't drink one extra ounce during the day and she'll grow exactly the same. And number two, developmentally, she can learn to self-soothe. This wouldn't work for a two-month-old even if you wanted to because if you let them cry, they don't understand why they're crying. You're supposed to fix the problem because they're learning the world safe because you're bringing it to them. So at four months, what I typically do, six months, you can do it. You define your 10-hour block. So you, it's great. Your last feeding's at 7 o'clock. Her night is 7 p.m. to 5 a.m. If you have a 12-hour sleeper, you're lucky you'd brag to your friends too. But we can make 10 if it's more bonus. So 7 to 5, there's two rules. Two rules, no picking up, no feeding. Okay? You put her down. Any uh, grunty, moany stuff in that 10 hours, you're not responding to. Full-on screaming, I do a 5, 10, 15-minute method. So the first time she starts crying, midnight, you're going to wait five minutes. You're going to hold each other because it's going to feel like hours. And one of you is going to try to go in and fix the problem. Five minutes, yeah. You're going in. You're making sure she's okay. She's not hurt. She's not sick. She's not stuck. It's more for you than her. Mommy loves you. Daddy loves you. You can touch her. You're getting out of there. When you leave, she's probably still crying because you didn't do what she wanted. You didn't pick her up. You didn't feed her. Mm -hmm. Now you wait 10 minutes before mm -hmm. you go in. Touch, talk, leave. She's still crying. 15 minutes before you go in. Touch, talk, leave. Every subsequent time you leave after that, 15 minutes before you go. So midnight may go 5, 10, 15, 15, 50. She cried for an hour, falls asleep. 3 in the morning, she wakes up again. 15, 15, 15, falls asleep. 5 a.m. or after she cries, you pick her up and feed her. She'll probably go back down for a couple hours, but it's fair to feed her. Now she's hungry. The second night, instead of 5, 10, 15, 15, I go to 10, 15, 20, 20, 20. 
15, 20, 25, 25. Guys, the intervals don't matter. It's just easy to remember 5, okay. 10, 15. I know you went right for a pen. Easy yeah. to remember <laughs> 5, 10, 15. And as a parent, it's doable. It is not easy, but it's doable. And if you can get through the first two nights where she'll probably cry more than usual, the third night drops off precipitously. It's a little wah here or there. And then hopefully she's sleeping through the night. But if at okay. any time you pick her up or feed her, all she learned is if I cry for X amount of time, I get that. That's going to fuel her still doing it. That makes a lot of sense. Can I add Can I add one yeah. thing or, or ask one question? Would it change, would any of that advice change if she's underweight? Because she is for her age, and correct me if I'm wrong, but for her age and height, she is a little bit underweight. Would that factor into possibly your advice at all but it's not her weight that matters as much as her trend so it's talking to your pediatrician okay. and if she's had gradual normal trend in weight the percentile itself tends not to matter as much unless we're way way under um but that's why i defer to your pediatrician i'd want to know we're gaining appropriate weight we're developmentally appropriate to allow her to do this and then it's not easy but it's safe the other two things i always bring up with families for safety after four months um where does she sleep in a crib. In a crib. So I like crib on her back, no swaddle, nothing impinging her movement. Um for, for safety reasons, you know, um, we get rid of swaddles, we get rid of, you know, bassinets and things because mm -hmm. at four months and after they want to start moving around. Is it all right to have trinkets and toys yeah. in the crib? Because what we did with our kids, there was nothing in the crib. Yeah. It was a sheet. And a little, uh, it's like baby little, jail. little yeah, yeah, baby jail, yeah. little little fishy thing above. Yeah. There was no like rattle or nothing, nothing like that. Is that uh... yeah? So we recommend nothing in the crib because of the risk of SID, sudden infant death syndrome in the first year of life. After a year, throw in the whole kitchen sink, pillows, blankets, stuffed animals, things like that. But we really prefer nothing. Um, some people use sleep sacks, um, which as long as the arms are free, I don't have a problem with nothing that's weighted or like a straight jacket. Cause again, you want her free in case she does roll mm -hmm. things like that. Interesting. So, yeah. So hopefully so that helps. Listen, this is all great advice, but at night, everything is so much more difficult. Like we are arguing, like we are mid divorce every single night. Cause it's like, you get, you get her, you do the crucifier, I'll do the pacifier. It's like, Constant insanity. So I'll just grab a and feed her and put her right. back to and, sleep. And, that's, and listen, that's absolutely fine, right? <laughs> you can still feed her in the middle of the night and you may choose this down the road. She may do it on her own. Sleep training is not for everybody. So you shouldn't argue over that. You decide if you don't want to do it, that's absolutely fine to feed her and then down the road, make that decision. Funny story is my wife has heard me say exactly what I told you. A million times she could recite it by heart so when her friends had their first baby they would call her and she would tell them how to sleep train then we had our baby and she was like four months we're gonna do this talking big game big game big game four months came around first night my daughter aubrey starts screaming and what my wife yeah shooting me looks says something can't repeat gets up Whole day we fought the next day. I'm a horrible father, neglecting my daughter. I'm like, you just gave this advice to five friends. We ended up doing it the yeah. next night. She's been a great sleeper. So it's not easy. It's doable, but you don't have to do it. Okay. Is Let me ask one more question, Doc. Is there a point that it comes to where it's too late to sleep train? Like, is there a point where we say it's not worth it anymore? No, but I will tell you the older they are, the harder it is because 
you think they're stubborn now. Think how stubborn a one-year-old is when they're calling your name. And they're not crying. They're yelling, mama, mama, mama. I mean, it's heartbreaking, right? So it just gets harder because they don't give in to, oh, you're not coming? They're just like, F you. I'm going to keep crying. Yeah. So, see, I don't curse. It was nice. No, no, I, I've been cursing on this podcast. It's and a child it's, it's podcast. Like, yeah, it's a child. It's PG. So. We got wonderful parents yeah. here. And I'm throwing the F word <laughs> around like it's like it's going out of style. Are I feel you... bad because I feel like this sleep training advice put you to sleep. No. Well, yeah. That is basically, I... maybe just at night, read my book to your daughter. She'll probably just sleep <laughs> through the night. Great. That's perfect. So, we'll yeah. do that. Well, thanks for uh, checking in with us, guys. We really do appreciate it. Bye, guys. guys. Good Thank luck. Let us know. Advice. We really appreciate it. Thank Get you. Get some Thank rest. You. Bye, guys. Yeah, I, I couldn't chime in there at all because, I mean, you look like you had this thing on a... On a, on a it's just we talk a, about it so geez, much. 10, 15, 20. I'm sitting over here going, Jesus Christ. I, you're right. I was going to bed. Did you sleep? Did you end up sleep training the kids? I can't remember. Well, this is what we did, all right? And, and this is, I know, not the norm. Yeah. Okay? We brought a woman in. Oh, yeah. But listen... Mm-hmm. For those people who don't know what's going on with the with the sleep, <laughs> what the what do they call it? Night nanny, yeah, N- the night, night nurse, night, the night nurse, nurse yeah. running a night nurse, yeah. right? And I was uh, adamantly against this. I'm like, we ain't bringing in no night nurse. I didn't have a night nurse, and look at how good I am. So we brought a night nurse mm-hmm. in, and I gotta tell you, man. Our kids have never gotten out of their bed. Yeah. Ever. Best money ever spent. It was the best money I've ever spent. This woman came at seven, left at seven. She was (laughs) for four months, right? It was a long time. But our kids never have got, and I even told, I had to tell our kids, I go, listen, if you are hurt or something happens, please. Come into our, our right. room. No. And they, they don't they don't move. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. I mean, that's my future retirement plan. When the practice, you know, I'm done with that, this thing fails. And then what I do is imagine if I told people, I'll come into your house for a weekend, you come back Sunday night, your child's sleeping through the night, you'll pay anything for that. Oh, I know. It's just right? it, it, I could it, charge anything. It was unbelievable. Dr. Cohen's sleep machine. <laughs> Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Oh, what's going on? Oh what are you going out tonight? Jesus. I, I am out. We haven't done <laughs> one from like a disco time. Where are, you, where are you going to dinner tonight and you need parenting advice? I was at the Copa for an event and now I'm going to feed the homeless on 34th Street. Because oh, wow. I do that every Wednesday night at 9 o'clock. Oh, beautiful. Well, now I, now, now that's you, uh, you, got, yeah, you got a purpose. <laughs> What uh what's happening? What do we what uh, what brings you on the show today? Well, I'm a big fan. Thank and, you. You know, I was hoping when when you contacted me that we could open up for you, even if I just open a door, you know, <laughs> you know, I just 
started <laughs> doing stand up, sit down, lay down. <laughs> but um, no, I love I lo- you. You are. Um, let me tell you, I. I just really started getting to comedians, like, you know, who's funny, who's not, thinks they are, who's funny, funny looking, but you are the, the top of it. Oh, thank you very much. That's very sweet of you to to say. I really do appreciate it. She's not, are you not driving, are you? Are you driving? I am. Yeah, yeah. Oh, please, please be careful. <laughs> At one point, I saw both hands over your head, so I, I got, that bothered me. So please, just, yeah. I didn't think you were coming on. I said, it's a hoax. They, they don't know. Is this, is this like when I got Insta-scammed? I, I don't know. I just like, but I'll, I'll wait. I was very patient. It's like we're in an episode of Cash Cab. <laughs> so so what's going on? What's the, what's the, is there a question? Do you have kids? Kids <laughs> <laughs> are probably as old as you. <laughs> My oldest is 34. I don't know how that's possible when I'm only 42. Yeah. And then my daughter's 25 and my youngest is 22. But I still drive, you know, to go anywhere and everywhere because, you know, they, and they go, you know, when they're young, you have your kids five and three. Right? Yeah, yeah. Five They'll and go three. Everywhere, everywhere. Wait until they're. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Wait, keep this rolling. Keep this on me. <laughs> Oh, my oh God. no! Thank goodness. Oh my God! All right, All right while you drive okay. safely, we'll talk about bribing and children. What? But, uh, no, I'm gonna pull over. <laughs> okay. They pull somebody over, but I'm gonna pull over. Uh, okay. okay. Well, <laughs> I don't know. What? But anyway, Daddy. Oh, look at that's We're it. in the middle of a big bus now. That's now it. Go That's so it. I gotta pull over. That's it. Okay. Oh. Interesting night. <laughs> well, it is New York City, and uh, crime is uh, skyrocketing there. So uh, it's in nice your, to see it firsthand. <laughs> Where do you live? Where do you live? Well, we're in Los Angeles. Uh, we're downtown Los Angeles right now, and it's interesting that we have a, a mother on the show that has grown kids. If you were to give our audience any advice about parenting, uh, do you have some tips uh, uh, that you could share of, of, of how you did it or what you did that was uh, great? Or, or- the children are spread out. I think having them spread out in age, I was able to give the attention to each one yeah. differently. And it was, you know, it had its advantages. And I say, try everything with your kids. I, I made my kids do piano, karate, guitar, whatever, art. Let them try everything. If they don't like it, at least you, you know, you guided them and you tried it. And if they didn't like it, they didn't like it. And, you know, I mean, my kids, all of them modeled when they were young. And my oldest did some acting. And um, most of the times he didn't want to go on auditions and I had to bribe him. And I was one of those Yeah, it works. It works. Well, that's good. It's good to hear from. We're, we're primarily talking to parents who are have kids between, uh, under the age of eighteen, but it's nice to have somebody come on. That's okay. It's all right. You know what? This is the most interesting call we've had. We've never really had um, uh, law enforcement be part of the segment so it's nice to ha- it's nice to talk to someone who's in a halo of blue and yellow 
Blue and yellow, blue and red. <laughs> wow, wow, am I no. tired? No, but we we appreciate you being on our on our first episode of Cops. So thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Can we ask your name? Yeah, what's your what's your, what's your name? Gigi, listen, laugh is the best medicine unless medicine's making you laugh. That's what I always say. That's it. All right, that's it. You heard it from Gigi. You heard it from right here from Gigi. Gigi, thanks for calling. Right, drive on. safe, please, please. please. Go feed those. Go feed the homeless. God bless you. I feel like she's gonna be taken away in handcuffs. No, well, like, geez, man, we never had a we never had a like a full blown mother who had grown kids on. I no. think she just thought this was a different show. Teddy uh, <laughs> first doctor. Yeah, nothing, nothing to say. Nothing. Yeah, well, it's, it's hard to make us speechless. No, I didn't know where to go with that, but uh, but nice woman, no, very nice to say the least. Um, to say the, I, I don't know, I can't even gather the, the words anymore. Her best parenting advice, the funniest part, was have them far apart so you don't have to deal with more than one at a time. Phenomenal. <laughs> it sounded like there was multiple husbands. I, I think she was trying to stand up on you. Yeah, no, she was uh, definitely trying out some bits. You've worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k, and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Well, hi there, gentlemen. How are you? Good oh, to see man, you. We're good. We're good. What do you got? What do you got going on over there besides amazing <laughs> well, hair? Look at this. Oh, wow. We're, wow. We're doing a little, there's, the, there's the fellas here. <laughs> This, the- <laughs> this is uh this is logan this is carson right here what's Hi up guys. bro how's it going okay. so we're just having a hangout you know there's there's dana over there and my wife hey how Hi. you doing listen listen i i gotta ask the, uh, right right off the bat i gotta ask are you guys in the hat business you, you- today, today was the one day that we both wore on the same day oh okay i was just gonna say the mom's got the hat the son's got the hat and uh we're rolling here what uh What's I'm going on? Point with the branding, you know. Yeah, no, right. absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, so we, uh, you know, we're on to have a little hangout. I was, uh, I was in the waiting room here, and I'm like, well, you know what? Just thought we'd uh, continue just chilling out until uh, we got to start with you, you fine guys here. So, yeah, um, you got a question, or we're just gonna <laughs> hang? Did we did dinner together? <laughs> it's it's daddy versus doctor. He's a doctor. I'm a comedian. You got. Like a question about, you know, why is my kid wearing a hat indoors or what, what's the. No, I've been looking forward to talking with you guys, actually. Um, so my, uh, you know, my sons are, are my life. You know, I love being a father. Uh, favorite thing that I do. And, um, you know, with teenagers, just the uh, the thought being uh, right when you're raising teenagers and all, um, you know, you do your best to try to put yourself back where they were. Right. You try to think, oh, yeah, I went through that or I did that thing or, oh, gosh, you know, and then. The last two years happened, of course, and it was a little bit different, kind of a lot different for everybody uh, than we've ever experienced. So really, the question that was going to ask me was, you know, for parents, we can't really say, oh, yeah, I was there and I experienced that. Because what teenagers specifically have had a lot of the last few years is, is nothing like we've ever seen. So what do a parent, you know, what does a parent do who has teenagers when you can't really say, oh, I've been there, you know, what, what's your advice for parents of teens to try to just be understanding that, man, this is crazy and none of us have ever seen this before, but you're going to be all right. Yeah, I mean, 
listen, he's, he's referring to the pandemic and, and no one's ever th been through a pandemic, a lockdown. So the kids are coming out of this and, and you know, they, they might have some issues related to being locked up or, or not being able to socialize with their friends. And as parents, you, like you're saying, you want to be able to relate to their situations in this situation. You can't now again, I'm, I'm not a psychiatrist. I'm not a doctor, but I think it's honest to just say, Hey man, I haven't gone through what you just went through. I went through it with you. I not necessarily have any advice, but I could definitely be here as a sounding board. If you have any issues or if you have any questions that I could maybe shed some light on, because I mean, you're not going to sit there and lie and say, Oh yeah, I remember the pandemic in the sixties. Wow. Uh, <laughs> it, it's, it's not, it's not really the case. So, uh, in this particular situation, I don't know. I mean, I have kids five and three. They didn't really, they didn't know any different, you know, pandemic or not just because they were so young, but teenagers like yourself, definitely going to take an effect. And you, you got kids. Who, yeah, no, I have, I have two teenagers myself and, and I totally agree. I think just being there to support them and their needs is really the most important thing. Not that you have to share the exact same experiences, though in this case, you actually did share the same experience, though you may come from it from two totally different places. Um, and I think a lot has to do with the child and their needs, right? Some of the teenagers that we saw came out of it, it was the best two and a half years of their life. Like, hey, I got to stay home. I got to do school on a computer. I got to play video games all day long. I can't think of anything better. And other kids were like, yeah. this was the worst two and a half years. I couldn't go out and play with my friends and socialize and go to the movies. So everybody has a different perspective. So I think you're exactly right. I mean, you should really go to become a therapist. I well, I mean, I, like, I, I, I mean, may start calling you. Um, but yeah, being there to support them what and what they need. Yeah. So, yeah. You're going to. Go you're gonna forego the comedy career for a medical. I'm career. telling you, bro. You I, I'm in the wrong business. I got to start some type of like uh, self help seminar. Um, well, to that point, I yeah. was gonna say, Sebastian, you uh, self help. You were talking on the cast a few weeks ago about going on podcasts and not wearing light colored t shirts because of the sweat. So you're already helping some guy out here with that. So I appreciate. Wow. You. Yeah, listen, I'm not. Changing I'm not. Lives not I'm not only giving psychological advice yeah. but i'm also giving wardrobe right. tips for podcasts <laughs> um but but in your situation here with the kids um and i really really like what you said he went through it yeah with them but maybe he could relate on an adult level saying yeah it was difficult for me because dad couldn't you know work i mean i know like i couldn't work right uh, for a year and a half. Right. And if my kids were old enough, I'd be able to share that experience with them saying, yeah, daddy, daddy's going through it too, because mommy continues to shop and I'm unemployed. <laughs> so, um, I didn't have anybody to talk right? to. So. No, I know. But no, I really like that because even though you come at it from different places, you can share with the same moans and groans of the situation and find solutions for it. And that, that's really the key. How can I support you? And what can we do to make things better? And it sounds like just the fact that you would come on and ask that question shows how much of a great support you want to be for your two kids. You know? I mean, kids are the best thing we got, right? I mean, that's what we're going to leave for the world when we're, uh, when we're done. And uh, I just, I'm a big fan of being a dad. They've uh, been, you know, at the top of my life through some of the toughest things in life. And, and, I don't know. 
I hear people, this is what frustrates me. I hear people talk about their kids and how they complain about their kids and da da da. I don't understand that. I mean, um, you know, we're a, a, what do you call it? A non-traditional family here, right? We're a blended family. So, you know, I don't get to see the guys all the time anyway, but that's the one thing that blows my mind is parents that are like, oh, my kids are, my kids are the best thing I've got. Like, I, I love being a dad. And so if nothing else, I just want to do it for each other parents too. Like, look, we're all doing our best and, yeah. and just keep going, right? I mean, isn't that it's well, all? And it shows, it shows in, in how you so talk. Leave yeah. their own legacy someday. Yeah, listen, it, it, it's it's great to have you on because it's great for other parents to see the passion that you have towards your kids and hopefully they'll adopt that moving forward with their own life because I agree with you, buddy. Some of these parents with the, oh, I hate my kids or I do this, I'm, I'm sitting there going, what, the, what, what kind of family do you got where you're like, I hate my kids, my kids are a burden or, or, or what have you. And even growing up, when I used to run into kids and they used to go, I hate my parents. I'm like, I love my parents. You know, like what kind of family life do you have where you're the, all this hates being uh, spewed? So good for you, man. We're going to use you as an example of a proud father. And not only that, we're going to actually take that ship wheel that you got to your left and 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 show that as a as a, an amazing piece of piece of art. Is that one of your kids? Did they did they knock that out? Or did you buy that? I would tell them they let's see they they painted it. No, no, yeah, right. No. Thrift store. Thrift store. There you go. Good for you, man. Hey, thanks for coming on. Bucks. Thanks for coming on, brother. We appreciate it. I I appreciate you, gentlemen. Have a great night. Hey, you too. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. The guy's just glowing. The guy it's, um, is radiating I love it. fatherhood. Yeah. Man. Now, I mean, if, if there's an example of a father who is proud and just wants the best for his kids, that's what you're supposed to look like. 100%. When you talk about your kids, you're supposed to have an energy that is palpable. And uh, I'm going to use that guy as an example for a father and and I don't know what's going on with the family blended family or yeah. not but the guy, the guy probably loves the 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 wife's kids uh equally equally I don't I mean, know what's I, going on with you brother but whatever you're doing keep drinking it I I may send him my kids so it's all good <laughs> um no he's doing a great job no he is it's, that, it's, absolutely and I love hearing his emotion how yeah. much he cares so weren't you doing yard work last time yeah guys yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you came in with a towel you were like wiping your head off. I remember you. What's going on? We got we got another issue. <laughs> well, kind of an update, but still the same issue. Oh, I love it. So it turns out yeah. that Vincenzo did have fluid in his ears and a lot of scar tissue on his tonsils and adenoids. So last week he had to get his tonsils and adenoids removed and ear tubes. So <laughs> um, he's he slept in our bed after surgery for a few days and now we're back to square one. It just doesn't end. So wow. I don't know. I know you gave us some suggestions last time 
which we cried for a little bit while Vin was sleeping on the couch basically for a week. And I was going up and down with him to get him back in his bed. And now I feel bad because he's still healing from surgery, yeah. even though he's doing better. Yeah. I don't know. And is there any guidance with like the tonsils? He's not snoring anymore. And maybe it will help him having sleep after that, but I don't so anything after the kid has yeah. surgery it's not like you're gonna no i mean i think right now he's healing i wouldn't do any type of sleep training at all it's just not fair he could be uncomfortable you know he you're you, yeah you should you should attend to him a little more than you would maybe normally do in a nighttime situation um i think it's fair and then obviously when everything is perfect, you go back to his normal routine. I mean, it's still fair to ask him to sleep in his own room. You could try to sit next to him. You could try to hold him. But I think if he wants a little more, this wouldn't be the time. If this is how he's been doing it up until this point, this wouldn't be the time to change it when he's coming out of surgery. Right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. So yeah, we're going to go upstairs and grab him now. Uh, so tonight was the first night we were trying. That's why I've been running back and forth because he went back to school actually today. Yeah. So he's been bartering, bartering with us all day about being in bed, not being in bed. Yeah. So like, when is he fully healed? So I don't have to worry about it because then I do feel a little bit bad. But I he, mean, you want to talk to the doctor about that. But tonsils, you know, they can be in pain for a good couple of weeks. Um, so that's the thing. Like, yeah, if he's, how long does it take? I mean, it can. My daughter had her tonsils out. And, you know, the first week definitely is rough. I mean, they're in a lot of pain. Their throat hurts. They don't want to eat. And so usually a good two weeks um, that they can be uncomfortable. And everybody's a little different. I have a question, not necessarily for you guys, but around tonsils. Yeah. And I might sound completely ignorant. Okay. What the <laughs> hell do tonsils do? They're, they're lymph structures. So they help. That we thought they didn't do anything, and that's why they just removed them. They do help with you know, your immune response. So, like, your immune cells go there. That's what lymph tissue does. Um, indications to take out tonsils or adenoids is really two. Recurrent infections. So, somebody who gets recurrent strep throats. That was my daughter. She, like, ate in one year. Um, or obstructive sleep apnea. So, not just noisy breathing, but the kids, you know. You know, you're like stopping breathing at night. Um, and that can be due to large tonsils, large adenoids, or both. And that's when they talk about removing them. And then tubes happen for recurrent fluid in the air, usually from recurrent infections that aren't fully, the fluid isn't fully going away. And that can affect hearing. So they put tubes in. So he got the whole kit and caboodle, which honestly. And adenoids. What did they do? What's what that? The adenoids? Adenoids. Similar, similar idea. All in the same, same family. Um, yeah. So. The good news is it could help him sleep. Um, you'll probably notice he doesn't seem as sick this winter because kids with large adenoids and tonsils and fluid in there, every time they get a cold, everything just sits there longer, cough, congestion. Um, so hopefully this will be a good winter for you guys. Yeah. Well, I haven't seen a snot coming out of his nose in a week, so that's pretty good. <laughs> that's yeah, good, so right? This is working. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. And look, there's Been no harm in trying, but I think months. giving me a little extra comfort while he's recovering is, is a fair thing. Be mean to your husband, so not now, your have son. We been, have we been bad? Oh, me? No. <laughs> have we been bad parents this whole time trying to sleep train? Maybe some of the that had all these no, issues. No, you're not bad parents. I, I just, if, if, if he wants a little more comfort because he could be in pain, fix fix the pain. No, she's saying like, before this. this whole time, no, before they were trying to, oh, they were trying to do this, but he had the issue with the yeah. tonsils. No, because if he wasn't sick at that time, no, no. There wasn't a reason at that time. No, you, yeah. you're, you're great. Don't worry. 
The fact so that we're you, going on six years old. What's the over under? How old would he be before sleeping in his own bed? Have you found 15, out? I what do you think? I say uh, if we continue to talk to you guys throughout the course <laughs> of this this podcast, I'm putting my money on whew, seven and a half. Oh, I thought you were going to say seven. I, I, <laughs> Seven and a half. One, I give the kid one year. Sooner. Much sooner. So, he says sooner. Sooner. I'm so coming I over later. I'll take care of it. Thank you guys for Thanks coming for on again. Out, Thanks for the Appreciate update. It. We love yeah. updates. Love That's updates. Great. Keep us updated. We'll be in touch. Thank you. All Thank right, guys. You, you got it. That's our first update. That, yeah, that was that, good. That was nice to have an update on what I, I had to fi- figure out what was going on. Yeah, I remember as... the sleep issue, but I didn't recall the other stuff yeah um so the ear and the yeah. and, and the tonsils this wow is about, are you a are you a songwriter <laughs> jeez you, you look like you look like you're in the music business it's just it's just me i'm in the raw raw business sebastian so nice to meet you nice to see you thanks for being on the show and also with the first caller that's had ambient lighting in the background <laughs> changing <laughs> blue Red. And with sunglasses. I mean, this gee, I feel like I I'm feel talking way to... underdressed for this meeting. Pat you Benatar. Know, I'm from I'm from New York and this is me. Oh, good. Good Love for it. you. Good Love for you. It. What brings you on the show? We're both from Long Island. You're from Long Island? Yes. I'm from, I'm from Chicago. <laughs> what uh what do you I got? I wanted to see if we had something else in, in common. Sorry. What's up? What's, what brings you on the show today? Well, I answered your question about children, and I was the one who sent in the pictures of the birthday cakes. Oh, okay. So you're making, you're making birthday cakes? No. I answered the question about when you were I was I watch you every day, by the way. Oh. So I watch you every day, and everyone in my life knows that I watch you and listen to you every day. And the other day when you said... I could call in and be on the and we could send in a message about the daddy doctor show. And you said it could be anything about a child with acne or anything about a child. I have a 42 year old child. And I thought, how could I write to you without destroying my relationship with my daughter? So I have a problem. You know, I didn't want to burn a bridge. Right. So I wrote to you about the problem I have with the birthday cakes. My daughter is an only only child. She has six children. And every time there's a birthday, we bring the birthday cake. And I sent you pictures of these elaborate cakes that we get. Bakers from all over. And every time we show up the cake, my amazing, awesome daughter says, I really don't like that cake. It doesn't matter what cake we bring. We really don't. It could be ice cream. It could be a chef from Paris. It could be from the supermarket. I sent you a picture of all those cakes. Ma, she goes, I really don't like the cake. It's really not good. I have cupcakes made. I try to think of alternatives. Unicorn cupcakes, custom made, $100 cupcakes. Ma, they're really not good. Now it's an ongoing story. I said, honey, no matter what I buy, and I buy all the birthday cakes, there are six kids and a mother and a father, eight cakes a year. You don't like any cake. So she said, I, I don't think you buy good cakes, mom. Are, are, I don't are, know what this is. What's the issue? I mean, like, 
is she buying a birthday cake as well and eating that or or what I, I just don't understand when somebody brings a birthday cake over for somebody's birthday right like you just say thank you and eat it that's it i mean i i've never went what Seems the fuck is this you know, <laughs> i ain't eating this i mean i don't exactly. know i think you, i gotta you gotta sit your daughter down and say listen yes. i'm going through a lot with with these birthday cakes and it's just not you got six grandkids and what I've seven and six with her house yeah does she tell you what she actually wants well we get, we get what they want we ask our grandchildren what cake do you want i want an ice cream cake that one they're really not you can't really criticize the ice cream cake too much but not everybody wants an ice cream cake sometimes they want red velvet so you're so making to order get, and there's still an issue. We buy them. I don't bake. I, you know, I do everything but bake. And I'll say to her, I'm going to have it custom made by the chef. Who, and she's like, they're not good, ma. So one year she made a cake for my husband. And I didn't send you that. <clears throat> and she baked a little cake. You know, you do. You love whatever your kids do for you. But it was a cake with some sprinkles. And I said to my husband, we buy $100 cakes. Eight of them grandkids and my daughter made this cake and we love it and we ate it but it was like this are we recording right now yeah, yeah. are we recording <laughs> yeah yeah okay it was a gorgeous beautiful cake and we loved it but it was so you know it was homemade and so when we were looking at like we love that it was done like that but we went through so much trouble if i had baked a cake maybe it would have been better because I baked it and that would have been as my skill set and everybody would have just loved it. Maybe I should have just, you know, opened a box of something and put some icing on it. I don't know the solution. Yeah. I don't know what to do here. Uh, I mean, you know what I would try? This is what I would do. What? Let's not bring a cake next time. You know, and then, and then, and then see the reaction. You come to the party no cake, and then she's gonna go. Where's the cake? And then you're gonna go. You don't like them, <laughs> right? I'm, no. I'm gonna look. So Sebastian, I'm gonna watch the face of my little grandchildren when I walk in the door, and they're gonna say, "Rara, where's the cake?" And then you're well, gonna go. You're gonna go talk to your mother. <laughs> she don't like the cakes I bring, and and you're off the hook. And by the way, let me let me also off topic here. You have one of the best lighting systems I've ever seen. Not even behind you, just yeah, ju face. Ju just the front light, light and the up. camera. What is that? A four K K? Isn't this? Isn't the quality made, amazing? Can we get in your studio <laughs> to film next time? We've been talking to people in their basements here. in the in, a, in the in the dark, and and here you are radiating off the screen. It's, it's almost like the father we had on, who was radiating about his his, his sons. Okay, this is it. No cake. Yes. No cake. We're done with the cakes. Right. Put an end to that. Grandma shows up, and uh, and and that's that. That's that's, that, that's all I got on yeah. that. Yeah. Listen, right, sounds good. We appreciate you, call, uh, uh, you calling in. Tell your daughter we said hello, and uh, it was a pleasure meeting you. Nice to meet you. It's a pleasure meeting both of you. Thank you so you much. I really appreciate it. it. Take All care. Right. Ciao. Bye. Ciao. I think there may be like a, is there a bigger issue here? It has nothing to do with the cakes? That she <sighs> just wants something else from her mom. Mom's focusing on, grandma's focused on making cakes, and mom just maybe wants grandma. I, I don't know, but it just seemed 
Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, All I'm, my years of medical school and training, I wasn't. Uh, it, this wasn't in my medical books. The cake. Or, or, or she's only showing up for the birthdays and we don't see grandma the right. rest of the year. I feel like I, there's I something know. else because why would somebody be so angry on a made-to-order cake? Like, I want you to make him ice cream cake and I show up and uh, that cake sucks. I don't know. We're not hearing the other side of the story. Maybe the daughter said, listen, when my mother and was growing up, we didn't ever have a birthday cake and all of a sudden she's coming with all these cakes. Screw you, ma. I don't, I don't, know. I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's beyond it's, my pediatric it's, training. It's, Talk about stump Dr. Cohen. She got me. I'm out. Unbelievable um, lighting, by the way. Yes. Listen, guys, you want to be a part of that? You are grandma and you're making cakes and you want to talk to us? Daddy versus doctor at gmail.com. Send in your issues, your videos, your pictures of cakes that you're never going to see because we didn't see them. Go to daddy versus doctor dot com for all your daddy versus doctor needs this is sebastian maniscalco along with pediatrician dr scott cohen see you next time and then wow. put a cake right at the end of that episode The opinions expressed in this program are not intended as professional medical advice, as a diagnosis, as a treatment protocol, or as a substitute for professional medical advice from your physician. Please consider your own medical history and consult with your own physician for your specific health care and or medical needs and about your concerns for yourself and your family. You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com aware. Terms apply. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. You've worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com aware. Terms apply.